You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has closed its doors for another day, so it's time for the five o'clock shadow. And as always on a Wednesday, I speak to Skulk Lowe, Portfolio Manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. Uh, just before we get onto the market, Skulk, I have to ask your opinion on this because it's split right down the middle. Suddenly, South Africa has become a Tottenham Hotspur fan. <laughs> Is that a sports team? Is the book? Yeah. No, 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 it's a DVD. It's a DVD. Okay, now the listeners won't understand what I'm talking about. Yes, of course they will. It's like me saying the Springboks. Yeah, the Flying Springboks. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, uh, that was a punk band in the 1970s, wasn't it? <laughs> no, yeah, I, I must admit, I, I've been following social media and then suddenly the totters are definitely um, a hot topic. So, yeah, clearly that's the case. But what do you think of it? I, think I mean, it, it doesn't matter whether it's... T- I mean, Tottenham's a high-profile club and they're on television. Every single match that they have is televised. So you do get good yeah. exposure. When you see that amount of money proposed, it hasn't been signed yet, proposed to be spent on the sponsorship of a, a football team, my only issue with it, because I haven't got an issue with it, is people are saying, well, look at Eskom and look at education and everything. Let's say, say tourism's money. It's not as if if they don't do it, they're going to say, oh, well, you can have it then, Eskom, or you can have it, Department of Education. doesn't work like that. SA tourism's money, and they're paid to promote South Africa and bring tourists in with all their delicious mm, foreign exchange. Mm. So I've got, I've got yeah. no problem with it. Unless, of course, and this is the caveat, Someone can prove that it's not an effective way to spend a billion and the billion could be spent elsewhere. In other words, um, opportunity cost. Let's just hope you know, it actually goes through. But yeah, this, I mean, the one billion rand uh, you know, for, for ESA tourism, that, that, that will definitely be... Uh, That'll definitely help. <laughs> looking, looking at our current forecast, our current growth forecast, and, and those kind of things. But man, oh man, oh man, that is a lot of money. It is a lot yeah. of money. It's over three years, and I just wonder how big a percentage of their annual budget that is. I would say quite a big chunk. That must be a big chunk. I mean, even if you look at it in pound terms, I mean, you're talking about massive, massive amount of of money here, um, and that. You know, through uh, the, well, I don't want to say through a round ball because then there's a lot of people that will jump on me and say this is the beautiful game. Um, but I mean, this is this is just crazy to think that that sports, you know, with the door sports can open. So, yeah, I, I think if it if it happens, it, it will be fantastic. But yeah, you're right. And well, now at least I think less people will wear these red jerseys because I think you know whenever you you were, were, were uh, a football supporter in South Africa, you know. You, you heard a very little you know, Tottenham Hotspur supporters a few years ago. Everybody's wearing these red shirts. Yeah. What are they for? I have no idea. I've never heard of anyone wearing a red shirt. Well, <laughs> if, I've always crossed the road if I see one. <laughs> <laughs> the long way round. <laughs> exactly. Scott, let's have a look at the JSC today ahead of the Fed, which is at, what, about eight, eight, nine o'clock this evening? I know in Central European time what time it is, so it must be about um, nine o'clock your time, the yeah, decision. Yeah, about nine o'clock usually. We'll come to that in a moment. You can give me your analysis on what might happen, and once that has happened, what might happen to the markets. But let's have a look at the JSE. Bitcorp surprised to the upside today. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a uh, big, 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 um, you know, upside. We were looking at a share price that moved 6.6% today. For those who don't know where it closed, 382 rand, 4 cents. That is a massive, massive jump. Came out with a, with a trading update. Well, let's call it a half-year trading update. Yes. Um, expecting results to come through on the 22nd of February. 
That's naturally their they full well, half-year results uh, ending 31st of December 2022. Now, they, they already guided and they said that the headline earnings per share is expected to be you know, anything between 43% and 49% higher. So that's that's more or less 9 rand 60 to 9 rand 80 cents. Um, uh, let's just use the midpoint. That's about 9 rand 70. If we look at the full year guidance currently or, or expected earnings per share you know, of 18.33, it does seem like they... They, they 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 sort of on target to to go and hit that or maybe just surpass that hence the fact that we've seen a, a massive movement people just know and taking consideration that this is it is from a from a low base effect this is one of these companies that were really affected by COVID. you know when we, when we had lockdowns when the restaurants which they deliver food to um you know have these lockdowns um it affected them and they were they were under a massive amount of pressure um so so this is a uh, you know is a from from a low base um you know i think it, Contracor, I think it was, was JP Morgan that actually came out and said, well, they, they, they actually think, you know, that one should just take in consideration Bitcorp's second half of the res- half results. This is the first, well, or H1 results. H2, or second half of the year, is usually, you know, slower for, for Bitcorp. Um, so just be be careful yes. and also be careful that this is from a low base. So I, I would say this is a great win for Bitcorp um, shareholders today. Um, but just note that um, you know, one shouldn't shouldn't look at at, at the 43 to 49 percent higher earnings as a, as a as a massive win. This is they're still on target, and if there's any slowdown, I mean I mean really just any any slowdown in the second half of the year, they're not going to reach that that target, and and then the, uh, these these prices might be under pressure. But you know over the short term, good 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 comeback, and I, I think you know. As a as a Jay-Z listed company, well done, well done. Someone made a very good point to me earlier on, and they said it's very unusual for such a well-established company. I mean, it's been around for decades. First of all, the investment analysts and forecasters know the company inside out. They know what's going on. I mean, okay, this is a trading statement, but they have meetings with management on a regular basis, yeah. and they get told what's going on without revealing too much, obviously. But for them to come out and surprise the market is very unusual. It's usually one of the smaller companies that uh, might yes. have a move like that. Because when it opened this morning, it was something like 8.5% higher, I think. And now down to just under 3% to the good, from what I can gather. Uh, no, sorry. It was 6% up, wasn't it, on the yeah. close? Yeah. 6.6 or so. Anyway, the point is that that tells you that, yeah, good things are going on there. Yeah, exactly. Well, but speaking about but smaller companies, it's uh, you know one of the companies that I've sort of got a, a real love relationship. Yeah, I'm not just a gold lover. That's that's uh, the company you, you and I've been, been been chatting about quite often. Is, is the company Udeco, um, yes. a company that I really love. They came out with uh, with the trading trading update as well. We were sort of waiting for this one because we know they the results are due soon as well, and you know I know having kids that's that's not living with me you know when you don't hear from them it's usually good news it's usually when when you start hearing from them it's bad news so i know you know i've kept on telling the analysts don't worry you know we're not hearing from Udeco, so it, it should not be bad news but we were expecting good news you know especially and remember they they focus on these 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 parts um, engine parts but specifically diesel engine parts uh, more or less uh, i think 16 to 18 percent of their, 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 their earnings or revenue 
is, is earned through the mining industry, which we, we know is doing well. Uh, we know they've got you know, do all these uh, diesel engine parts, generator parts. And um, yeah, with, with, with generators running pretty much nonstop in South Africa and, and, and increasing by the minute, um, you know, we were expecting good results. They came out and surprised. They said, well, earnings is going to be between 20 and 25% higher. It's a company that's trading at a forward P of eight times, and boom, and our share price up 7% today. Did that come uh, out after stage. the close last night? Because I can't find yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, No, it was okay. No, it's not today. It was, it was last night. Mm. So, so, but it was, was after the close yesterday, but before the open today. And uh, naturally, I mean, the share price was, was up anything between 7 and 9% today. So, a fairly illiquid company, but I still love that company. I mean, I think it's, it's still trading at single digit multiples. Um, you know, quite quite you know, tightly held by by management, the shares. And um, yeah, I've always said this this is is one of those companies that's is really a takeover target for me. I mean, either by management or, or external group. I mean, it, it's it's such a well-run company. Management been involved for for decades. And so, does it, does it yeah. supply just South Africa or is uh, the rest of the world or the rest yeah, of Africa? Africa? Well, this is mm, interesting no, because the PMI came out today. It was barely changed from the previous month. PMI, two months in a row above 50, at around about the 53 level. And I think to myself, well, I've seen the mining production numbers and I've seen the manufacturing production numbers. Well, mining terrible, manufacturing very underwhelming. But when you hear a story like Hudeco, maybe... Maybe that's um, a sign that the economy isn't as badly off in certain sectors than one some people think. Yeah, there's pockets. Uh, I mean, Lindsay. I mean, we, we, we we've seen pockets. The, the one hand, we'll we'll get Mr. Price, and and they they'll seriously disappoint. And the share price that day, I think, was down seven seven percent. I think about a week later, Truids came out. They came out with with surprisingly better results. And boom, the share price was up. I think close to you know four or five percent. Um, so so there's pockets. I mean, I know there's there's good reasons. You know, Mr. Price is mostly a cash, cash, uh, you know, driven type of uh, retailer. You go in, you use your cash, and you and you buy your clothing. If you don't have cash, you can't buy it. Where we true is, you know, do have the the uh, well, let's call it the the, the the account facility, which is not necessarily always a bad, you know good thing. Um, but there's pockets. I, I do think that there's pockets in, in the environment, uh, uh, locally. But but I mean, we need to fix this these problems. I mean, um, you mentioned I mean, mining is horrible. Why is mining horrible? I mean, we're sitting with with wonderful wonderful commodity prices. Uh, I, I looked at um, the, the let's call it the January figures, and you know, although you know, oil was 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 flat, not not really you know big big for South Africa. Um, we we've seen you know. The copper price. I mean, what a move on the on the copper price in 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 uh, in, in January. I mean, this yes. is just great moves, great for 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 you know South African copper copper producers. Um, yeah, palladium that retraced. We know that. Um, you know that was uh, you know the closest or closest to the narrowest margin between platinum and palladium I've seen for for many moons. Uh, gold six percent up for the month. Um, you know, this is the period. We're the eighth largest gold producer in the world. You know, gold price up six percent, yet we can't get um, you know our you know commodities on 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 train or track, and, and get it on on a ship to be shipped off abroad. I mean, we've seen it in the mining figures. Um, they can't produce the amount of um, you know gold, palladium, platinum, rhodium, all the things we're strong in. Because we're sitting with load shedding, and we've seen it. I mean, uh, you, you've seen the the, the the mining figures come down over the same month. That that that, that the amount of electricity available that was was three percent less. Yeah, 
um, obstacles. Um, but I, I do think, you know, every now and then you get all these, you know, good news as well. And um, yeah, it seems like there's a, there's a few things that's been done to it. I mean, yeah. again, yeah, we you just started, started about Tottenham and Asper, you know, the, 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 the tourism you know industry, one billion over three years. That I mean, if we can get all these things just start working. Man, oh man. All at the same time and all with the same goal. Okay, you spoke about gold being up 6% in January. Some good news from Harmony this morning. Excellent recovered grades at Harmony's South African underground mines boost second quarter production is the headline of the trading update, quarterly update. Share price was over 5% up around about mid-morning mm. today. 2.9% it closed. That's where that 2.89% thing came in when I was talking about Bidcorp. Harmony, that's obviously a holding of yours. Yeah, it's not one I'm holding. Uh, I, I'm currently, um, I, you know, I'm between between Anglo Gold and um, Goldfields. Um, but yeah, what a what a great move by, by Harmony. Harmony, you know, for all the listeners out there, predominantly still you know South African gold mines. Um, Anglo Gold holds no 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 South African you know gold mining anymore. While uh, Goldfields, I think, is pretty much uh, it's only South Deep, if I'm not mistaken, um, still left six six percent of their total total revenue uh, made up of, uh, out of uh, South African gold mines. So, yeah, but but Harmony, wow, man, that is a that is a great move, close to three percent up today. Um, so yeah, now uh, well, well done. done to all the shareholders there. Okay, well, let's see what happens to them when gold goes through 2000, which is going to in the next three, four months, I think. Skulk, the uh, MTN numbers that came out today was MTN Nigeria, oh. but such an important part of their business. Share price fell 3.2% almost. Do you hold that one? Yes, I do hold that one. Um, being one that's been, been fairly kind to me for over the past few weeks and today, it just... Uh, gave me gave me a, a big wake up call, but I mean I I wouldn't I, like I said it's 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 worth mentioning. I mean they 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 did mention that the results ending you know for Nigeria you know 42 um, percent well they, they mentioned that uh, revenue in Naira increased by 21.6 percent you know profit rose 20 percent earnings per share uh, up 21 percent. Problem was, um, yeah, I think the shareholders just, just expected a little bit more. Um, I think the, the the most important thing to me was they mentioned in in, in this that uh, the, with with Nigerian inflation uh, standing at twenty percent currently, they will need to start you know increasing their tariffs and and not just increasing it, you know seriously increasing it to to protect their margins. The problem is, um, you know, Nigeria found themselves this year in election year, so. Um, you know, good luck to MTN trying to, to 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 get this you know pass the regulator uh, regulators um, during a, a election year. So and and if the regulator says no way, you're not going to do that. We don't want to look bad currently. Um, then uh, and then MTN's margins you know, in, in Nigeria you know should come under attack. And I think that was one of the main reasons why we've seen. Uh, the retracement, slight comeback. It was it was uh, it was down a little bit, uh, you know, more. Eventually, end of the day, down 2.1 percent. Um, close the share price at uh, yeah, 143 rand at 80 cents. Okay, let's quickly talk about the central banks, and we'll focus on the Fed tonight. And the it's it's, it's almost as though the Fed has phoned every market participant in the world <laughs> and says, "We're going to raise a quarter of a percent, but don't tell anyone, because everybody knows <laughs> it's going to be that." Yeah, worst gift secret. No, I, I think uh, I think uh, expected expected increase today is uh, you know 25 basis points that uh, should bring the Fed rate just shy of the five percent level, 4.75. Um, 
I'm not too worried about what they're going to increase it with because, I, as you just mentioned, I think everybody's expecting them to increase. I think we're going to we're going to we're going to listen to the tone, you know, how they actually present this, um, because we've seen over the past few weeks it was, it was like watching tennis. Um, you know, it was like back and forth, back and forth. The one moment you get some good news, then the next thing there's some bad news again, and then some good news, and every time we see some bad news in the market. Uh, and, 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 you know, Coming from a from economic point of view, is it's good news for the market because hopefully the Fed could now start start taking the foot off the accelerator. Um, my view currently is um, I think they're gonna they're gonna ooh, uh, you know, I know previously I said they'll flinch and and I've been been verbal about it because they they will be protecting their their economy, um, but they've got the, the advantage of hindsight. Um, They've had the 70s, and they've seen what the what happened back then, when they took the foot of the accelerator, or even you know decreased interest rates too too quick, um, you know after a, a, a big you know jump in, in, in inflation, um, and we had a second transinflation, which was just much worse than the first one. Um, I do think that they're in a, in a very peculiar position because we're seeing more and more. I mean, last night Intel um, announced that they're gonna they're gonna need to. Uh, you know, decrease the, the employment bill by five percent. Yeah, um, they didn't really mention layoffs, um, but we've seen Amazon massive layoffs. We've seen you know layoffs of many, many of these these tech tech companies, and you know sooner or later the Fed will need to look at this and say, well, this is a this is a this is a you know very very dangerous environment for them to go in we, we can see what the what the yield curve it's still inverted. It's still going you know, to show that they seem to be heading into to a recession um you know how deep will that in recession be will be most probably dependent on how long they will will will, will keep interest rates high the thing about the tech companies though skunk is that during the really really good times the boom times when the share prices made people um joining the 100 billion dollars club and then some and then some more the fact is that they were too cocky and they employed too many people so now they're saying actually we don't need you williams get out and that's that's what's happened so they went too far with their employment and now they've recognized that and they're coming back either that or they're anticipating worse revenue numbers in the next quarter i don't know if you can get an advanced call on who's going to be advertising with you if you're google i don't know about that but it just seems to me and on the other hand i did hear from a friend who works for the company that dow chemicals which is nothing to do with anything but but supplying chemicals they're cutting two thousand jobs uh, so it's not just the tech companies there is something going on and dow's numbers recently have been excellent yeah <laughs> It, 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 well, just add add to, when, to add to what you just said. I mean, remember when when um, uh, Musk took over Twitter? Yes. Um, I don't know what percentage was, but but I, but I I can, I can recall a figure of that the, the whole of Twitter had about eleven thousand employees, um, and he only kept you know seventy you know, seven thousand five hundred laid off something like close to four thousand people really laid off. Um, did you see any change in the quality of Twitter? Did you see any, you know, breakages or you know, downtime or, uh, I mean, no, no, you didn't. Um, so to 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 sort of support what you just said, I, I agree with you. You know, a lot of these tech companies, it was easy. We just get more people because that's the way we're going to go. I mean, this is this is the growth environment. Um, 
And now that's not the, the, the case anymore. Interest rates are high. You know, companies are cutting costs. They're not just renewing their new uh, Microsoft licenses. Um, they're not just getting the new uh, new software, getting new computers. They 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 they're rethinking, and this is this is you know bad for these type of companies. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think there, there comes a point. I mean, we've seen the adjustment in, in the share prices. Am I there yet where I say this is the low point for these tech companies? Or was it the low point in December? I'm not in that court either. I'm still very, very happily underweight in, in US tech companies, or most, more specifically US growth companies. I think you'll get a chance to buy them much, much cheaper at some point. Not, not an horrific 20% or something, maybe 5 to 10%, and then you start nibbling skunk. Okay, let's have a look at the spot markets now. The dollar rand is much better at 17.20, was 17.40 plus yesterday. The British pound against the rand 21.21, and the euro rand is 18.75. Euro-dollar is uh, ahead of the Fed, 109 suddenly, which is a gain of nearly half a percent for the euro. Uh, British pound not doing so well, 123.30, uh, which is actually down for the pound. Commodities, uh, gold price barely changed at 19.28. The platinum price, 1,009, barely changed as well. Palladium's done nicely. It's up $84 an ounce to 16.75. And if we go to the oil board here, it's just coming off. It's sort of orbiting this 85 level over the last few days. That's uh, Brent. Brent crude oil, $84.97, which is down 0.6%. West Texas, $78.62, down a third of a percent. Natural gas yeah, getting clattered again, 3.6% down. Yeah, there's a mild winter, apparently, or you, you wouldn't have known it when I wouldn't have known that when I walked out <laughs> this morning to, 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 to dress the bird table. Blimey, it was cold. US 10-year <laughs> Treasury bond is yielding 3.50% on the nose. The South African 10-year, yeah, it was below 9.60 an hour or so ago, and it's closed at just, yeah, at 9.60, let's call it. S&P 500 futures. Uh, 4,079 down a quarter. That's doing very little ahead of the Fed. And Bitcoin, 23,053, which is down a quarter of a percent. While I put another screen up, Scout, tell me your movers up and down today. Just give us a couple of each, if you would. Yeah, I just want to add to your your your, your pound. You know, you you mentioned the the pound um, yes. uh, taking a bit of a clobber today. I mean, just taking consideration, pound at a at a, at a great uh, January. Uh, you know, when you look at, you know, South Africa, um, you know, South African rand, South African rand under massive amount of pressure in in uh, in January, pretty much in every single currency. So it's, it, it was a sort of a movement towards emerging markets. It was good for our market, but, you know, our equity market, despite the, let's call it the better environment, underperformed the MSCI, all country world and the MSCI emerging market. Plus, our currency was under pressure. But just to put it into perspective, you know, we lost um, around about two and a quarter percent um, in, in value, our currency against the dollar. Um, over the same period, we lost over four percent against the pound. So the pound were, you know, a slight, you know, winner in, in January. So maybe maybe there's just a slight retracement today. Um, and on your point on the on the rand really looking stronger, uh, I would I would question the the rand being stronger, you know, because we we can see dollar is really under pressure. Yes. I mean, uh, it's 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 currently dollar index 101, close to well 101.58. 
Um, that is that is moving really, really close to that 101 level, and if that breaks, we know, you know it's 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 100. That's 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 level. So let's see tonight what what the Fed says. I mean, if if the Fed indicates, you know, this is it, uh, and I think you know we're, we're going to do a quarter of a cent, but but now we might not see you know any further your rate hikes you know for now because we we wanted to sort of protect the the, the, the um, economy note that when when interest rates usually going to move up that is usually good for a currency you know that attracts you know, we've seen it last year you know last year as interest rates move up everybody just took their money out of bonds out of equities out of anything and they moved into the dollar that was good for the dollar dollar went up um, now you know when we get to the point where where interest rates near the end of the cycle you know, we see in South Africa, if we're going to start nearing the end of the cycle, that that could could mean that um, interest rates could move down. That could press, put pressure again on on uh, on the rand. For now, that's the dollar. Everybody's watching the dollar now. If if the Fed indicate that that's it, we're going to take the foot off the accelerator. No more rate hikes for at least the next few months. I mean, just the indication that could put, put pressure on on the dollar, which again. Put a put a put a quite a nice little golden spotlight on my, you know, my favorite favorite. Yes, 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 yes. You always have to. Some all roads lead to gold in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Take your blinking. Gold, gold is making me old. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, I've got on the upside. It's held tall. They came out with numbers uh, this week. I think it was eight point two percent higher. Bidcorp. We've spoken about them. Uh, just under 6.6% to the good. Sappy up 6%. And uh, they had a terrible time after its quarterly update. I think it was down 11, 12% or something on that day, but um, regaining its composure. And a couple of banks have come in as well. We didn't speak about banks, and we haven't got time now, but Standard Bank up 5. Uh, let's call it 5.4%. Nedcor just over 4% higher. Something going on there. ShopRite down 3.3%. MTN down 2.1%. Aspen lost 2%, Anglo's 1.9% uh, weaker, and Hammerson down one and three quarter scale. Have you got the Dow Jones and the NASDAQ before we leave each other? Dow is trading at 33,861 points. That is down 66 basis points. S&P 500, 4,068 points. That is down 22 basis points. And the NASDAQ only down 10 basis points, currently trading at 11,500 and 72. And when we look at the, the local market, JSE closed today at 79,000. 817 points. That's up 43 basis points. Resources were, were under pressure, 93 basis points down, while industrials were up 21 basis points. And as you just mentioned, great day for financials. Just note that financials were the biggest lagger, big lagger in January compared to indies and, and resources. So, mm. And that was mostly because of the, the pressure, which I just mentioned on the RAND. As the RAND today improved, that was a, a nice little kicker for the banks. Finished today up 2.54%, while the SA property also up 70 basis points. When we turn our attention to the trade, or what they've called it the daily trade or the value traded, 26.5 billion today. I mean, that, that's Very um, good. Same know, as yesterday. yesterday. We a, yeah, we had a 30, 30 billion day yesterday. But one can sort of think that that's, that's a month end, and we've seen some month end um, you know, volume going through the market. Hey, but it didn't stop today. So, uh, yeah, 26.5 billion going through the market. So, big win for the JC. Very nice indeed. And as always, our chat has been very nice indeed. Skulklo is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. And that was the five o'clock shadow.
The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.